0: Welcome to the Dumb Idea Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share this video or podcast on any platform that you're listening on. Please visit us at www.dumbideapodcast.com. All right, welcome back another show. We're coming up on the new year. And for college football fans, that usually means we're in the college football bowl season and we got the playoffs coming up. Uh, I personally wish we had the 12 team playoff, but we're stuck with the four, stuck with the four this year. I think they're missing on a ton of revenue by, by sticking with this four team. I think, shoot, they were losing a bunch of money before they went to the four team system. Um, kind of beside the point, maybe we'll hit on it later, but, um, Before we get into like the bulls and whatnot, a few weeks ago, there was the coaching carousel started. And this year we saw quite a few larger names uh, on the move than we normally do. And it wasn't, it wasn't guys that had been fired and went to a new school. These were guys that had solid jobs with solid contracts And they decided to leave their current situation to go to a new situation. And in my opinion, not necessarily better situations. And So the three main ones I'm talking about, and there's probably more, but it was Lincoln Riley going from Oklahoma to USC, Brian Kelly going from Notre Dame to LSU, and Mario Cristobal going from Oregon to Miami all three of these coaches were quite successful at their universities. I mean, you're talking about all three of them were top 15 along some point of this year. Never mind the prior years. I don't think any of them have been outside the top 20, maybe Oregon a little bit, uh, after chip Kelly left there. I think they were kind of on a down, down spiral a little bit, but they, but they're still, they were still good. Like they, they were not bad. Um, In fact, I mean, when Justin Herbert was there, they were pretty darn good. Um, But a couple things to hit on here. One, the moves to me made no sense from the coach's point of view. Um, And then two, the whole, not morality, I ain't putting that out there, but the mindset of the NCAA to allow coaches to go from you know, 40 million dollar jobs to 100 million dollar jobs and all they did was throw a bone to these athletes to say well you can make money off your name image and likeness now right yeah you know, <laughs> meanwhile the guy in your living room just signed a 100 million dollar contract so I'll hit on let's hit on some of these one by one so the the one that makes the least sense to me is the Lincoln Riley one Lincoln Riley has been at Oklahoma for a couple years, at least four or five years, something like that. Uh, had a couple Heisman winning quarterbacks with Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield. Uh, uh, Jalen Hurts was also there. That's three starting quarterbacks in the NFL.
1: Yeah. That's, that's quite, quite the, that's quite the resume. Yeah. So to bring, you know, cause, and three starting quarterback. And I'm not sure about Hurts because the, you know, he's playing with the, the Eagles are kind of garbage, but But he is a starting quarterback. He's a starting quarterback, <laughs> but Kyler Murray is balling. Yeah. And then I think uh the Browns kind of stumbled around a bit, but I think Baker Mayfield is the real deal. I don't think he's gonna be like a um Johnny football type of guy. Yeah. So uh
0: the Brown the Browns can't unbe the Browns, no matter who the quarterback is. No, and you'd think that oh they're f- the dumpster fire. <laughs> Fire's finally out. Nope, nope, not no, out. No, 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 no. <laughs> They, <laughs> The poor, I feel bad for that city a little bit. Uh, but my my thing with the Lincoln-Riley move, and it, it makes me scratch my head on a couple levels here. One, I can't imagine Oklahoma didn't have the $100 million to pony up for Lincoln-Riley to stay. Not that Oklahoma makes a ton of money or they're in a high-cost-of-living area, but um, that Oklahoma alumni base has a lot of money. And I'm pretty sure they could have came up with 100 mil. And Lincoln could have stayed in Oklahoma where his family is, where, where he enjoyed being. The other part of it was Oklahoma in two years goes to the SEC, one could argue that between the big 10 and the sec, there are no bigger conferences in college football. Those are the big money conferences of the two. So to, to not see the, the move through to the sec from the big 12 and you go to the Pac 12, which in my mind is on the way down. Um, other than the money, it made very little sense to me, very little upside. To go to USC from Oklahoma, um, I feel like there, I, I I feel like there was a lot of upside for him to stay. stay. Well, maybe he was maybe he was scared of the SEC. I don't think so, man. I,
1: I mean, I'm I just trying know. to throw something at, like maybe he thought he'd get exposed. Maybe he didn't think, but it's still that's kind of far down down the line. Yeah. I, so I, his contract, all these guys, their contracts expired. They signed with. Is that how that worked? So, no, no. So,
0: Lincoln Riley was under contract with OU, but uh, I believe the buyout was only like $9.5 mm-hmm. o- Only $9.5 Um And I'm pretty sure USC paid it for him. Okay. So, they basically bought him out of his contract. Right. Um, he got $100 million over, I believe, 10 years. And use of a private jet whenever he wants it. <sighs> They paid him 500 grand over the market value for two of his homes in Oklahoma. Wow. They just basically threw him an extra mil. another million dollars. Here's an extra mill just for moving out. Now, granted, he probably needs that extra mill to buy a home out there in LA. Right. And some of you pooping it on his driveway. Someone's <laughs> going yep. <laughs> to have some feces in his front yard. Um, and I'm sure there were some other perks thrown in there. I also don't know if he has a buyout or not. In that contract. They really, really wanted him. Right. I I was just really surprised that Oklahoma didn't say, okay, we'll give you that contract plus another 20 mil on top of it. Like, I feel like it's it's hard to find that next coach. I mean, for example, one guy that decided to stay was that guy, I believe his name is Mel Tucker, Mm -hmm. up in Michigan State. They threw... I believe eighty five million to him. He's only been there like two seasons. Yeah, but
1: that, yeah, that dude's making um, eight or nine. I think it's eight point nine million dollars a year. Yeah, and I thought was like, wow, this guy's a college football coach making that kind of money. Then a hundred million for ten years is, you know, that's just when you think of it. Now, is USC is that a private school or public school?
0: Private. Okay. UCLA is the public
1: one. Right. So it, it doesn't bother me as much now. I understand like it's not like the taxpayers sure, spending sure. money on these like, um, you know, Michigan State that's a public school.
0: But, yeah, I don't, um, I don't, I don't think these colleges are paying. Yeah, they're not like state employees. No, well, well, technically, I guess they are. Yeah. But the salaries are funded, I believe, from endowments mm-hmm. that are funded by alumni. Right. So yes, it, it, technically, all of these coaches are the highest paid state employees in the state. <laughs> Like they 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 did they make more money their,
1: than all the other state employees combined. Pretty much,
0: they did they did some kind of like they some graphic map where it showed like who the highest paid worker in each state was. Mm-hmm. And I think of like I think it was like forty five out of fifty it was the head it was, football. It was the head football coach or head basketball coach right. of the state university. Or they were one and two. Like I think like what was it uh, uh, Calhoun mm-hmm. up in Yukon was like the highest paid state employee. <laughs> and like when it came out, everyone was like all up in arms, but like. That's not coming out of state budgets it's coming out of endowments from the because like, yeah. know how many football players or basketball players some of these large universities that are top 25 ranked in the country how many of their players go to the NFL or NBA and then they give back to the school
1: yeah. or even the ones that don't that end up because of where they went to school right like if you if you were a, if you were a starter say for Duke basketball and you get out, and you don't make it to the NBA. You just graduate and go and do your thing. First of all, the Duke Alumni Network is probably enormous. Right. Then you played basketball for Duke, so you've got that going for you. Then you started. Right. So I'm sure there are probably a bunch of companies, like become a finance bro, or a contractor bro, or whatever kind of bro you want to be, mm-hmm. and just get paid for doing that. And you're not ever playing ball again right you're working in the private sector but i'm sure those guys it's almost like uh naval academy alumni like the the value of going to a service academy goes way beyond the four-year free college education it's you're tied into that alumni network if you think well who are some alumni of west point and annapolis like i mean just the list of essentially who's who in
0: history went to those two schools right and and never mind i mean i know there are companies that look for uh, former uh, service academy graduates mm-hmm. to be in their executive teams for leadership purposes because some of the best leadership classes are taught at those service academies. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and it's a valuable asset. So these guys that go, and when they get out of the service, they're in demand as far yeah. as as being in um, leadership roles in, in yeah. private companies. And not only does it go...
1: From what they learned in school, but they actually have practical sure. experience, and then that continuing education that that is offered in in the military that you get, you know, right. um, leading, you know, soldiers, sailors, marines, airmen in combat or right. whatever you're doing is is enormous, and that
0: translates. I mean, you
1: see these guys making all kinds of money doing that now.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, there's plus the I mean, motivational speaking. Yeah, it, it, look, I, I mean, I get that point of it. But, yeah, they they have multiple ways to make lots and lots of money. Mm-hmm. And they give back to these schools. And a lot of times that's where these coaches are getting paid out of. Like, Nick Saban isn't getting paid by the state of Alabama directly. Right. Yes, the money flows through the state of Alabama, mm-hmm. but it's coming from the endowment at the University of Alabama. Right, it's not coming mostly from the property paid...
1: tax of the guy who no. lives in Mobile. No,
0: <laughs> it's coming from the 30 to 40 guys that play in the NFL Currently, right. I never, never mind the the rolling number of. I mean, Alabama. I mean, shoot. If you're the fourth string running back at Alabama, you're going to the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you're going to start. Yeah, you couldn't start at Alabama, but you're going to start in the NFL. Right. Start for the Jets. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, they, I mean, I think there there's like numerous examples of third string cornerbacks from Alabama starting in the NFL. Yeah, third string linebackers at Alabama starting in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. Like, yeah. if if I was a kid, and my dream was to make it to the to the NFL, if Alabama offers me, game over. Yeah, and, and not because Alabama is a great place to be, especially because, not during two days in August. No, I mean, well, I don't know if they're doing the Bear Bryant style. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but and I don't think they're sweating it out too much. I mean, like, I did
1: I did two days in Frederick, and
0: it yeah. sucked. Yeah, <laughs> so. I, I, I'm pretty sure that they've got an indoor facility yeah. with some air conditioning that they're doing two days in. Uh, but I don't know maybe I'm wrong but I I guess but my point with um with Lincoln Riley was yes they threw him a bucket of money but Oklahoma is far I I got to imagine as far as endowments go and angel investors that type of thing like a like for example Oklahoma state has T Boone Pickens the oil man right mm-hmm. uh Jerry Jones donates to the University of Arkansas uh, Jimmy Johnson, university of Arkansas. Like there are some dudes that make a lot of money. that went to those Southern schools. Um, and not just them, but a lot of these, uh, a lot of these money guys give back to these universities. I mean, shoot, just go walk on some of these campuses and look at the names on the buildings. But it's not like Oklahoma couldn't afford to have given him a hundred million dollar contract over Mm -hmm. 10 years. Um, and they probably would have held on to him for one or two more years, and he probably would have jumped to the NFL. But, look, you get him for one or two more years, you delay the inevitable. Yeah. Because trying to find one of these coaches is not that easy. They're not grown on trees. For For every 10 to 12 of these guys that are like the Dabo Sweeney's, the Nick Saban's, the the Lincoln Riley's, the, the, uh, the Brian Kelly's, and we'll get to Brian Kelly in a minute, there's only about – I'll give a max of 20 yeah max and i don't think i think that's high i think it's probably closer to 12 he's a
1: lot but then you, know, you mentioned the nfl a lot of them don't do well in the nfl no
0: but look at um, i mean look at nick Saban gave it a try yeah didn't work went back yep. steve spurrier gave it a try went back yep um, now
1: spurrier didn't go back to he big forward, of a school
0: where did he end up went to south carolina yeah I mean, he went from the or from the sec to the sec right well, that's not horrible i mean don't be wrong there was a big difference between Florida and South Carolina, yeah. but don't tell don't tell a South Carolina fan <laughs> that, right? <laughs> the old ball coach. Don't, don't tell them that. But I mean, right now, right now, South Carolina has Shane Beamer, Frank Beamer's son. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, yeah, she, there's rumors that Shane Beamer was going to go to take the Virginia Tech job. Yeah, but the ACC is not the SEC for football, right? Right. So even. South Carolina. I mean, unless you're Vanderbilt in the SEC, every job in the SEC other than Vanderbilt is probably more desirable than almost any other job in this country, unless you're talking about the Big Ten. That's yeah. a different animal. That's like the northern version of the SEC. Right. The Midwestern version of it. Yeah. But, it's the SEC but cold. Right. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you're going to play a little bit of snow. Yeah. Um, so, like, that one had me scratching my head. And then the Brian Kelly one from Notre Dame to LSU – Again, big money, but he was making big money at Notre Dame, and again, Notre Dame has got the cash to keep him. Yeah. I wonder if Brian Kelly, and this one makes a little more sense. College uh, Notre Dame football is independent; they play a partial ACC schedule because all the other sports for Notre Dame are in the ACC, Mm -hmm. but for football they maintain their independence. They have their own contract, their own. They've got their NBC contract for TV. LSU's the SEC. Would he have left for any other school other than an SEC school and other than LSU? Which look, they might not always be in the running for a national championship, but that place has got money for football.
1: Oh yeah, and it's it's you know LSU football is Louisiana sport like that. Yes. I and mean, then you have the Saints, okay, but yeah. it's the New Orleans Saints. The state itself is you know you see the you know I I went down to to, to New Orleans and, and drive you see even down there you see the the go target the g-e-a-u-x yeah, 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 yeah. you know so it's that is the that's the place to be in that entire state yeah um,
0: and so I see that I mean don't get me wrong though Notre Dame football has national reach no Notre Dame is
1: like it's every there's Notre Dame fans everywhere
0: yeah I mean so, growing up in like growing up in New York and having buddies in New Jersey like New York and New Jersey Notre Dame is huge oh yeah a huge... Yeah, well, and you, you know, because you have the the
1: Irish thing... Right. Yeah, ...and the, the Catholic. Catholic thing. Yeah, yeah. Because what they have, was it End Zone Jesus or Touchdown Jesus? Touchdown Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're leaving Touchdown Jesus? Right.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> like okay, like, Notre Dame, I think, is one of those schools that, even though it's remained independent, it's to me, it's got to be one of the top jobs in the country. You're never... I mean, it, money is no object, for the most part. Um... And the atmosphere for me, it's hard to beat Notre Dame on a Saturday. Like, not yeah. that I've ever been there, but I like, watching it on TV, I'm like, wow, like yeah. that looks like like if I was a kid going to college. Like, even when I when I was looking at college, like, there's something to be said for that atmosphere. It's, oh, yeah. And it's the same kind of thing with like Ohio State or Michigan or Alabama or or, or these uh, the SEC schools. You look at the atmosphere there, 110,000 people all rooting for the same thing. Yeah.
1: It's crazy. No, it, so I I went to a... Uh, so I'm a bit of a Penn State fan, mm-hmm. and I was never a Penn State fan. Uh, I went to... You know, when I went to college, I was up in Pennsylvania, and not Penn State, but in, and it was just Penn State fans. So I'm like, Penn State's nowhere near here. But I went to a game, and I was hooked. Yeah. And they played... Uh, it was Penn State, Nebraska, at night, in Happy Valley. And... I wore a Maryland hat. That's I, you know, it was last minute. My my buddy was going up and with his family because they, his older brother went there and they have a uh, they actually bought a condo because they're season ticket holders. So I went and I was I was hooked. Yeah. Now people saw the red M. I thought it was a red N. I was like, no, no, no it's Maryland. <laughs> Don't worry <laughs> right. about that. Um, but now Maryland's in the Big Ten. They just get destroyed
0: every year. But and they um, actually didn't do too bad yeah. this year. But I mean, it, I feel like they got they got Maryland in there to be the rival to Penn state Mm -hmm. because Penn state, when they got added to the big 10, didn't have a natural rival there Right. because Pitt didn't go with them.
1: Yeah. And with Penn state, I mean, you had a bit of a Pennsylvania, Ohio thing, because if you look at like Western Pennsylvania, football's huge. Yeah. And you know, and Pittsburgh, you've got the, they call it the, the, the Penn Ohio game, you know? So the, people the schools that are, the counties that are along the Pennsylvania border, you know, Pennsylvania-Ohio border on both sides, they'll play all-star games and things like that. But I think it's more of a Pittsburgh-Ohio rivalry than it is an entire, because Philadelphia is nowhere near. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so so,
0: Western Pennsylvania and Eastern Pennsylvania are two different states. Exactly. Yeah. But Penn State was never going to be the rival to Ohio State because Ohio State had Michigan. Oh, yeah. that yeah. That,
1: that, that is what it is. I mean, that, yeah. that's And the thing is, rivalry. it's not like, like, say, the NHL, where you have the Capitals, Flyers, Caps, Penguins. You could have, but they play each other seven times a year. Yeah. Those school, they're playing each other once. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, that's,
0: you can't have, it's hard to have two rivalries. You could argue, that. like, with Caps-Penguins being the rivalry now that it is, I could see how University of Maryland-Penn State would be the rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um whether it comes to fruition or not, I don't know. I mean, Maryland has to win a couple for, yeah. for it to become a rivalry. Otherwise, it's just it's just a stomping. Yeah. And it's like little brother comes to town. Yeah.
1: The thing is, it did ruin the Maryland-Duke-Maryland-UNC rivalry from the uh, from the ACC in
0: basketball. So we talked about this a long time ago. The problem is, is Duke-UNC is the rivalry. Mm-hmm. Maryland thinks that Maryland-Duke is a rivalry. They think that Maryland-UNC was a rivalry. The problem is, is that Duke and UNC didn't see it that way right and I think that and I think that pissed off Maryland fans even more yeah so but you know. but, but Duke UNC was the rivalry yeah Maryland was just another team in the ACC mm-hmm. to them. yeah like so every time that we like, people around here thought that Maryland Duke was a rivalry Duke's like uh, what are you talking about yeah and UNC was like mm-hmm. no nah. like Duke and UNC like for me a rivalry is when both teams could be at the bottom of the conference, for that game, the place is still packed. Oh, it's
1: it's like um, it's like uh, Washington Dallas, like that game is always a good. It, you know, now this le- the last one wasn't that. <laughs> it got good towards the end, but right. Um, yeah, one team can be in first place, one team can be in last place. They can both be in last place, and they always bring it. Right. and it it's one of those things that it's acknowledged, like you know we hate them and they hate us, yeah, but yeah, I could see where Duke didn't you know because that's you know Duke and Marylands hey, whatever yeah
0: but um so there was one more coach, so that was like so going back to my Mar- I, I could see why Brian Kelly would go, I think he went from a great job to another great job. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Lincoln
1: Riley didn't. He went from a... No, I, I don't get that. Like, yeah. back
0: in the... Like, this is not the old Pete Carroll USC. Yeah. This is this is not it. You know, when, when USC had that run for years with, like, Matt Leinart and Reggie Bush and all that. Mm-hmm. And, like, they had a they had a few years where they were, they were the dominant... They were the Alabama of college football yeah. for, a, for a time. And, then,
1: and the thing is, like, with with USC, like, they're not going to play in the, the playoffs or the,
0: they're not in contention for it. So if they ever got good again, if they ran the table, mm-hmm. even in the Pac-10, I, I think they would have a shot. Yeah. And everyone was like, well, he, he'll he be able to recruit more. He'll be, he'll be able to recruit better athletes to USC than he did to Oklahoma because LA has such a, a hotbed of talent. Yeah. I think that's garbage. I think nowadays kids, if they, they go where they have the best shot to make the NFL. Right. And, and I, th- I, yeah,
1: SEC big 10, are the next closest thing. Correct. It's almost yeah. like the minor leagues of the,
0: yeah, the, P- the pack 12. And, and this goes to the next guy we're going to talk about. Mario Cristobal, who is, was the head coach at Oregon, just took the job at the university of Miami. Mm-hmm. Now for me, this is the, one of the biggest head scratchers I could think of now, granted, he is a University of Miami alum. I get that part of it. Um, but the guy they canned for him, manny I think his name was Manny Diaz. His last name was Diaz. I know that. Mm. He was a UM alum, and they just tossed him aside like he was nothing. <laughs> but this guy, Chris Dobal, is going from the University of Oregon. And for people that don't know, the University of Oregon is basically fully funded by Phil Knight and Nike, which is why they got crazy uniforms and all this other. Like, it's
1: like Maryland with UA. With Under Armour.
0: Yeah, except on steroids. Yeah. (laughs) Like, the facilities there are ridiculous. Like, they... One could argue that they were the school that kind of jump-started the facilities um, competition amongst all the big schools because Phil Knight just put so much money into those facilities for the University of Oregon. It was crazy. Um, Indoor facilities, uh, multiple turf fields... Uh, football only workout rooms mm-hmm. or workout uh, gyms, like unbelievable. Um, and then everyone else kind of started following suit because he did it like fifteen years ago. Uh, and as much as I just knocked the Pac-12, uh, University of Miami is in the ACC, mm-hmm. which is just kind of a mediocre. The basketball football. conference, yeah, it's a <laughs> mediocre football conference yeah. now. Don't no, I mean, they got some good teams in it, but, and it isn't a power five conference. I get that part, but I mean, this is not the university of Miami that you and I grew up with. This was not the Jimmy Johnson, university of Miami, Michael Irvin, uh, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, Warren Sapp, mm-hmm. not that Dwayne Johnson was anything <laughs> special, but he, he, was, he, there. he, had, he was there. He, he had a, he had a cup of coffee on the field. <laughs> Uh, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, like future Hall of Famers, yeah, play there. Sean Taylor went there too, didn't he? He did. Yeah. I think was Emmett No, Emmitt Smith was an Oklahoma guy, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. But uh, there were there were all. I mean, Bernie Kosar, mm-hmm. I believe, was a University of Miami guy. Um, I could be wrong on that. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments on that yeah. one. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, they were one of the best football teams uh, and they were exciting and they were brash. And, but this is, they, they haven't been that in 15 years. And university of Miami, that's, that's not a big giant school. Is it? No, it's a private school. Yeah. I pre, I'm pretty sure it's private. I don't think it's a public school that a Coral Gables, not in the greatest part of town from what I understand. Um, maybe it, 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 facilities are just, eh. I mean, think about it. you're You're going to go from Oregon, university of Oregon with some of the best facilities in the nation to miami Mm -hmm. now granted you got better weather but i feel like he's almost committing career suicide because think about you're going from the university of oregon you could have picked almost any school you wanted to go to from there if you if let's say he just wanted out of oregon he could have picked any school in the nation, and they probably would have, other than like three other, three to four other universities, they probably would have swiped him up. <clears throat> like if he wanted to go to the Big Ten or SEC, someone would have, someone would have picked him up. But he went to
1: Miami, and he's going to be one that, you know, uh, that South Florida.
0: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I mean think about other schools that are in the ACC. It's what Florida State, North mm-hmm. Carolina, Duke. Yeah. Uh, Syracuse, Pitt. I mean, Pitt was okay this year because they had, they got the quarterback there. But Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech is not the football team it used to be. Yeah, UVA, they're not uh, UVA. Yeah, yeah. I, I, what I'm I, and like of those schools I just rattled off. Other than like Georgia Tech or Wake Forest, one of the one of those two was okay. Yeah.
1: And but, Syracuse hasn't really done anything since Donovan McNabb was there. No. They no. they have a hard time bringing people because, like, what's in Syracuse? Like, it's cold. It's not. freezing my buns yeah. <laughs> off. I
0: mean, There's nothing close to it. The carrier, was it, the carrier dome up there? Yeah. That thing's got to be old as crap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't get it. Why would you go from, I mean, even the the Pac-12 to me is better than the ACC. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and not, he was at the flagship
0: of the Pac-12. Right. I mean, as far as facilities go, like, yeah. It must have been real easy to recruit there because you just show them the facilities. Mm-hmm. I was like, go ahead, go yeah. look, at, go go look elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, go look elsewhere. Yeah, let me know how it works out. Probably gets a call three days later. Yeah, okay, I'll go play in the rain. This
1: stuff's probably better than NFL stuff. I gotta man. Yeah, a yeah.
0: lot. A lot of times, yeah. I mean, there is probably like ten universities out there, maybe 12, 15. Their facilities are on par with NFL yeah. teams. I mean, but I like I. I get it. I mean, you, Miami probably threw some money at him. I get that. I don't know the details of that contract, but that seems like the dumbest move I saw. Like, Well, actually, between him and Lincoln Riley, I think that was those. Yeah. Were, like Lincoln Riley could easily go to USC and be an also ran in three years. Mm-hmm. Like no one's going to remember him. Yeah. Because if he doesn't win there, like if he wins there, he'll be um, like stardom. I get that. But if he doesn't, another name. He's a, he's a Matt Campbell at Iowa State, mm-hmm. you know, known as a good coach, but just another name. Yeah. Um. But then we so then we come to another aspect of this, and that's the NCAA kind of hypocrisy and all this. These guys can leave, and and the amount the sums of money that are now being thrown about, you know, eighty five mil for the guy up in Michigan State, hundred mil for Lincoln Riley. Now, granted, those are over ten years, but that's still ten million a year, or eight point nine million a year. Mm-hmm. These are NFL salaries. Yeah, the, 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 these are. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some NFL coaches outside, of like Bill Belichick and some other names. I mean, those guys were making probably twenty mil a year. But a low end NFL head coach, like a young guy or something, probably makes like five or $6 mil a year. Mm-hmm. So these guys are making more than an NFL head coach. Now, I'm some around. might
1: argue that the job's easier. Well that's another thing cuz you're not so you treat the kids like like crap if you, you want can. to cuz they're going to come they just want to they they're chasing a the dream the NFL guys they they already got especially the you're
0: holding that, you're you're holding the the scholarship over their head yeah so well, if you don't do what i want you to do no you mm-hmm. won't have scholarship next year yep pros don't work that way guys already got a contract yeah <laughs> and it, I, I guess like they let these coaches move from university to university and they try to put these uh, egregious buyouts in like a $9 million buyout thinking that's going to stop these guys from moving around when right. all of these universities can afford to pay these buyouts. Like at, the, at what point does, is the money just circulate? Like that's like the same nine or $10 million. It's just getting passed, just around. Getting passed around to buy coaches out of contracts. <laughs> right? Like no one's probably like, probably $10 million total has been spent. It's just the same 10 million going passed around between each university, but, <laughs> um, so th- these guys are making, I mean, and I'm sure Saban makes more than 10 million a year and it, this, I think it was this year was the first year that these kids can use their name, uh, image and likeness and get paid for it. Like, so it's like when they're in the video game, they get, yeah, I, I don't even think it applies to the video game. Oh, wow. I think it's like personal endorsements, not so like the, the NCAA. Uh, authorizes the use, so like they like you ever notice in those games, they're not they don't put the name on the back of the jerseys. No. They don't put the name in the game. It's just number quarterback number twelve. That's yeah. it. Yep. And like that's Tom Brady at the University of Michigan, mm-hmm. right? When he was at Michigan, yeah. now he can't do that because he's a pro. <laughs> um, like when with the Madden game, the NFL PA gets that cut, mm-hmm. where there is no Players Association, in the NCAA. So the NCAA is getting that money, yeah, for the for the uh, name image well not name image and likeness I guess for the most part, where they can get it is like the local car dealership can like sign each kid up for like five hundred bucks a year.
1: Oh, so and it's not like big money endorsement deals. It like, could
0: be. I mean, they can give them whatever okay. they want. It's like the
1: so say a Heisman Trophy wins is a junior, mm-hmm. and he's not going to the NFL next year. He's going to
0: stay and play. Another year of college, he could secure a bag from somebody from like yeah. a let's say the car dealership gives him like 20 grand and he appears in like two commercials. Now, could he get like a sneaker contract? Could like Adidas sponsor him? And I don't think so because I think he's got to wear whatever the contract with the university is. So, like, right. if, let's say like the you know, Oregon's got a Nike contract, mm-hmm. you know, if Justin Herbert was back in the school, he couldn't wear Adidas shoes, right. Yeah, I, well, I, I know. I know that's yeah. pretty much how that works. He, yeah. It's got to be a personal. It can't be a team related thing. It's got to be a personal deal. Okay. So like, you know the, the the local Jersey Mike's sub shop wants to just put his picture East, up on there. Eastern's Auto. Yeah. yeah, Eastern, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what it is. Where your job is your credit, right? Mm. You know. But for people that don't know, Eastern's <clears throat> Auto is like the shady car dealership around here that <laughs> will loan money to anybody uh, to yeah. get a car.
1: Thirty percent interest. Thirty percent. That's, that, <laughs>
0: God, that's put it so on bad. on a credit card. That's so horrible. Put it uh, on a credit card. You're only paying eighteen. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um Chances are someone with that thirty percent interest rate can't get a cart. Can't get a uh, credit line For, to put to buy a car. Right. From the credit card. Uh, but yeah. I mean, so these kids. What are they? I mean, some of these kids. Most of them. A majority of them. We'll get like maybe a twenty-five or five, maybe five hundred. Only like the top five or six guys will get that like that, like ten grand for his, yeah. for his name. But think about this though. Lincoln Riley's going to make ten mil mm-hmm. a year. Most of these college, I mean, let's say the the most of these college coaches are making like six hundred to one point two mil for for an average SEC or Big Ten coach that isn't like. That, that isn't, isn't Ohio that isn't, State. Right. Isn't Michigan. Isn't Harbaugh. Isn't yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, so let's say they're making a mill. The kid's gonna make twenty grand. This guy's making a mill. <laughs> yeah. And the co- the assistant coaches are making eight hundred grand. Mm-hmm. By the way, like one thing that doesn't really get around much. Being an assistant coach in college doesn't suck on your wallet if you're at a big name school. Now yeah. it does suck if you're at a small school. Right. But after you spend a couple years working your way up. If you're a single guy.
1: So how, how far down does the money go? So I imagine like the head coach, of course, we're talking about that. The OC, the DC special teams coordinator, right? What happens? Strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. What happens when you get down to like the running backs coach, the offensive line coach, like you start getting into the more specialized.
0: Yeah. I'd say, I mean, For example, like that guy, uh, Brett Venables, was the offensive coordinator at Clemson. He was making over a million a year Mm -hmm. as a coordinator. But, I mean, that's also Clemson. Dabo Sweeney was making a lot of money. I would say, and usually those guys will take care of the downstream Mm -hmm. as well. So, like, in contract negotiations, either Sweeney or Venables would have said, all right, I want one2 and oh, by the way, my running backs coach, offensive line coach, offensive line assistant coach, they're I want them to make this, this, and this. Yeah. So I would say at that level, as long as it's not some like it's not a graduate assistant, it's not someone just like one, two years in, like someone's right. been around a little bit. I gotta imagine they're at least at the hundred thousand mark. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. And and that's not that's assuming that they're still relatively fresh in their twenties. Mm-hmm. Or even early 30s. But I say once you're in your mid-30s, you're probably already latched on to somebody who's taking care of you to make sure that you, they, because these, these guys are like, they, they, they run in crews. Yeah, they they're boys.
1: Yeah. And you see it in the NFL too, they'll bring, you know, they'll get their guys in. Right. Um, and you'll see them like that, de- you know, say the, the offensive coordinator from one from one nfl team now he's the head coach and you're like oh wait i remember that dude that guy was the running backs coach and now he's you know the assistant offensive coordinator with that and but it's where the nfl if you look at the, so the college coaches is like these dudes that have been there forever yeah you know um your sabins your uh you know and i'm not a huge college football guy but you know spurry or the old ball coach and all these other dudes they've been there forever in college football and you look at the NFL, you have some of the guys that have been around forever, but like look at um the dude from uh from LA. Yeah, I McVeigh. Mean, yeah. Uh, and then another one who was young, who's now old because he's been there forever, Mike Tomlin. Right. Mike Tomlin started he was in his thirties. Right. He had players that were older than him. Yeah. Um, that he was now coaching, but the NFL seems to be going younger. The dude from uh from Green Bay, he's, he's a younger 30, guy. He's thirty five. Yeah. The That's dude, crazy to me. Yeah. Um San Francisco, uh, I forget, the dude coached the the, the Broncos forever. Yeah. Um, now he's there, one up with his dad. He was the OC with, with Washington when his dad was there, and then goes to San there's They're younger dudes.
0: Um, well, Shan, you, So like the guy, San Francisco? Shan, yeah. Shanahan, yeah, yeah. But he came in with- Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, yeah, but his dad was Mike Shanahan. Right. So his yeah. dad brought him up. But the thing is, like, okay, it's a
1: family business, but you're going to learn. You have Mike Shanahan's your dad. You think you're going to be a, a football dunce?
0: Yeah, so I've got a good, so a good example of this is um, a guy I went to college with and I played with in college is actually now the head coach at Boston College. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he came out of school, he went—I think he went into high school coaching first, but then he landed on uh, Greg Siani's Sh- Greg Shiano, uh Rutgers staff, um, and then Shiano went to Tampa Bay to be the head coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks, And he went with him to be a wide receivers coach there or a corner. It was either wide receiver, or secondary coach there. So now he's like in his early twenties and he's, so he, he, he got like, he got in with someone who was making moves. Right. And then Shiano got fired from the Bucks, And I think he went to go work for urban Meyer at Ohio state mm-hmm. and he followed Shiano there too. And then I guess Shiano was out at Ohio state and he was co-defensive coordinator at Ohio state. And then he parlayed that into the head coaching job at BC at 41, 40 mm-hmm. ish. So, I mean, he, he was a young guy, but that's how these young guys can do it. Yeah. Um, especially if they're, you know, if they end up calling, like and some of these guys end up, looking into a spot just because there is such movement in the coaching carousels. Yeah. Especially amongst coordinators and lower levels. Like obviously if you're on a staff with someone and the de- the defensive coordinator gets a job somewhere else and you're the next person up, mm-hmm. even though you're only 30 or 32. Yeah. You know, a lot of these places, they only hire from within. Yeah. And they the
1: thing w- is, yeah, if you, you already know the system, right. You know, the culture, the organization, you're someone that that head coach trusts because you've been around. Right. So yeah, just plug you in there. Right. And then the other guys are going to stay. And I imagine it probably also comes down to a, um, you know, a coach knows he's losing his defensive coordinator and he's also going to lose his linebackers coach and something yeah. else. And they'll call someone and be like, hey, I'm losing my, my, you know anyone who's good for this spot? Like, oh yeah, and I, I got a kid who's great. Right. And then he gives over and then jumps and ends up with this dude, but- the two head coaches knew each other. Right. And it happens in every profession.
0: Yeah. You right. know, it's
1: not just, it's not just football. I mean, that happens, that's how, that's networking.
0: Well, even like with the Ravens, like Rob Ryan mm-hmm. is a linebacker's coach with the Ravens right now. Yeah. Well, he and Harbaugh were, I believe, on the Eagles staff together way back when. Yeah. Under Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. I, f- I think that's how they knew each other. Yeah. Um, So right, they they all remember, like, as and the Ryans all came from Buddy Ryan. They did. <laughs> uh, if any, I mean, if anything, it, it, the story behind this is, yeah, you know, network, yeah, at your job because you yeah. never know what's going to happen or who, like, who can get you a job later on down the road. Yeah. Oh, uh, it
1: happens at my job. I'll have you know another another guy you know at my level will will be like, hey, I'm looking to fill this spot. You know, I'm like, yeah, I got a dude. Or I know this girl, she's great, whatever. And then they'll go over there, they weren't even being thought of for that position, but yeah. because they knew someone and, you know, it's almost, you know, you're willing to take the chance on someone who who doesn't know anything about that because yeah. it's coming from someone who you know and trust. It's like, okay, I can, right? you know, if, like, if, uh, well, hey, if, if Bob is good with this dude, then,
0: then I'm good with him. Well, that's uh, the other thing. Like, people aren't going to, like, if you're good friends with someone and you ask someone, hey, yeah, you know, how what's this, what's what's this other person like? They don't want to risk a friendship over a bad recommendation. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be a good recommendation yeah. or at least a safe one. Right. That the guy's not going to be a complete, the guy's not going to be a putz. You know what I mean? <laughs> an idiot. Yeah. Like he, he'll at least be able to tie his shoes and get to work in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> which, you know, so that's sometimes is
1: puts your head and shoulders above everybody else at that right. point. Right.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. It's but going I guess going back to how much these guys are making, right? Now look, I've always been when it comes to athletes getting paid, I've always been of the assumption, especially with the cost of college right now. If a guy stays for 4 years and gets a degree and it's all paid for, full ride. You're looking at roughly 120 grand. Cuz I'm going to guess it's 30 grand a year. Times four mm-hmm. years, 120 grand. Now, some places are 40, 50 grand. Some places are maybe 25. Well, a, a but, lot of look, these
1: kids, if they redshirt, they're staying five years. Sure. So, so they look, might be getting half a master's degree out of it, too.
0: So so let's say 30, 30K times times five is 100. So it's 150 grand they're getting, mm-hmm. plus free room and board. Yeah. Um, and they're not eating at the college slop hall. No, no, no. There's
1: football-only dining rooms. They yes. have nutritionists and staff and all this stuff. So. Bingo.
0: And, and they're getting all the... F- uh, financial help and advice they need financial education like education outside of what the college offers um and they're also getting network too and network yeah because we touched on that earlier like, correct you, you see all the alumni that you're meeting yeah. never mind the guys you're playing with who will end up going on to do something probably um yeah they're and think about it, this is from the 150 grand so let's let's just say it's 30 grand a year and if you want to tack on all the benefits and stuff, the, you're getting medical, mm-hmm. dental. I mean, not directly, but you're getting it yep. right. I mean, if you get a, if you break who's an that? arm, you're going to the 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 trainer and the school doctor, who's probably the best doctor in the area. Oh yeah. Um, so you figure, let let's say it's another fifteen grand from the food, the medical, the dental, all that stuff. Forty five grand a year. For an 18 year old kid with a high school education and no skills. Yeah. It doesn't sound that bad anymore. And now, on top of that, they can get endorsement deals for name, image, and likeness, mm-hmm. which can add another five, six, seven hundred bucks, maybe 10,000. Who knows? It depends on how good they are or how generous the. Because al- let's face it, some of these alumni networks are going to make sure every kid gets a piece. Oh, yeah. And it. They might not not be all match the same
1: piece, but. and you know, you know, like you know, Mama Dukes is being taken care of, and correct all the, and you know, here's the other thing is, and I used to be real like, oh, we got to pay these kids, and you know, they're you know, the coaches are making X amount, and these schools are making so much money off of them, but it's it's not if you want to look at it as the the NFL's development league because mm-hmm. there is no more, there's no minor league football. Right. And all the the other football things they've tried for whatever reason they just tank, it. um, whether it's XFL or what was that one they tried to start recently, AFL American Football yeah. League or something like that or American it just, yeah it, all of it tanks right. So arena the only one that sticks around is arena right. And I think it's because it's so different. It you know it it kind of st- stays, but you know you have a you know the arena league. So they're really the major Division One schools are the nfl's development league right so they come out of there if you compare them to their benefit package to what a single a baseball player makes right or even double a
0: yeah it's pretty sweet
1: and right and the thing is that's all of them they're all getting you know the the those big it's funny because if you see next time you're watching football Compare the sideline of an NFL team to the sideline of a college team.
0: The home team. Yeah. Because visitors, they can only travel with so many. Right. But the home team. They, there's I mean, limit. they've got like more players than numbers. Like, you'll see two number ninety-nines on the on the sideline. Mo- most times most times there's over a hundred kids. Yeah. And I'm gonna say it's probably it's like one ten. Yeah. Generally. Um not all of them are on full rides though. Yeah. I'd say you probably got at least 30 walk-ons right now some of them might eventually earn a scholarship Mm -hmm. um but still, i I think i want to say it was like 75 or 80 scholarships per team yeah but if
1: you like if you walk on to alabama and you stay in that you could probably transfer out and then get a full ride elsewhere
0: well just because we're saying walk on like if you walk on and make the team i'm not saying this is happening but i'm sure there's some Back way of making sure the kid's not paying for much. Yeah,
1: so I I play Division three football, so there's no scholarships in Division three, but somehow they found grants yeah. and other scholarships at the school. So yeah, there was ten thousand dollars that was off of my tuition from the
0: mystical magical places. Some some and kid at <laughs> Alabama who graduated high school with a two point five as a walk and now he's walking out of Alabama. Yeah, all of a sudden found himself with an academic scholarship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah,
1: I got mine. It was some sort of like christian fellowship sure i'm like okay whatever yeah yeah i'll go to a meeting once a week <laughs>
0: yeah. you know dominus omnis
1: <laughs> but uh you know so like that's what what happens there now single a baseball those dudes make nothing yeah and now well granted some of them. The, like, the draft picks get money right like you're your adley rushman yeah, yeah that dude's has a signing bonus and is getting paid because the Orioles want to keep him right in their system but you know the, the average player who's who's picked up and trying to work his way up and is hoping maybe... Because Rutschman's just waiting until they determine that he's good enough within the next two or, you know, year or two. Or until they're ready. Yeah. To start to to start his clock. Yeah. So they bring him in and then... But um, it's probably a better deal. In fact, uh, so Tom Brady was drafted by the Montreal Expos. Uh, I believe it was the Expos. Um, and he was... Uh, He was a left-handed catcher. No, he left hitting catcher. Mm -hmm. So um, they brought him up to a tour of the, you know, the team was playing. They brought him in. They're showing him the, he's talking to the players. And they're like, yes, what are you going to do? He goes, oh, well, it's either here or Michigan. They're like, what do you mean here or Michigan? He goes, well, I, you know, I can go play football in Michigan. He says, wait, and you're thinking you're even, why are you even here? Right. Right. Like go to Michigan. But yeah, I'll be a, you know, I'll be a professional baseball player. The, and then the players like walking and it was I think it was in that documentary the the Brady Six or whatever like they were talking about that and essentially like dude what are you and these are
0: major leaguers and they're like right. go to Michigan <laughs> are well, you crazy do you remember the Drew do you remember Drew Henson mm-hmm. so he went to Michigan started a couple of years there yeah but he, I guess he it, it, he wasn't gonna pan out in the NFL and so he, after I guess he graduated from Michigan and then he went. And was drafted by the Yankees. And he ended up going through the minor leagues of the Yankees. Mm-hmm. But he got he got a huge paycheck because of who he was. Yeah. Not where he got drafted. Yeah. But they paid him a lot of money well, at to, Tim to stop playing football. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: And then you got you, Tim Tebow went back through the minor league. But he did right. football first. Right. Well,
0: so, yeah. You know. But, I mean, Drew Henson was a legit major league prospect, yeah. though. Um, and they sometimes what they do is, though. Um, some of these guys get offered a ton of money to stop playing football. Mm-hmm. Like Kyler Murray got offered to not play football, yeah, to go play baseball. Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. same thing. Yeah, like these guys, like they, they, it's not like they don't try. Yeah, but there's more money in football and a faster track to the NFL than there is for baseball players to make it to the MLB. Oh well, yeah, because
1: I mean, look at look at Rushman, who's been number one
0: overall draft pick. Yeah, and there's, he's. He's not even he's, he's not even guaranteed to make the opening day roster. Yeah. And year three, right? Yeah. Like, last year last year was year
1: two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because his first year things. was with, uh, I think he was with, he bounced. He, he was in Aberdeen. He, Aberdeen. So the first year. And then I think he was in, he may have been in um, Salisbury. Oh. The the I don't think he stopped in Frederick. I think he went right to Bowie. And then I don't think he's going to go. I don't think they're going to send him to Norfolk. I think his next stop is Baltimore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think for them, and if, I hate the way baseball does this, they won't call a kid up, not because he isn't ready, but because when he gets called up, his service clock starts. Yeah. And they only get a certain number of years of control once that clock starts, mm-hmm. um, which to me is the worst. Like, if I was the MLP Players Association, that'd be one of the first things I want out of my contract. Well, yeah.
1: And there's a bunch of things with um – the baseball contracts in the minor leagues. They, there have been players that have been, you know, trying to get better pay and treatment for those minor league ball players, But the the MLB looks at it as an apprenticeship program more so than a because they – there's a lot
0: of players there that are never going to make it to the bigs. No. There's a lo, there's a lot of filler players on those rosters. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, what's the MLB draft like? Thirty rounds. Well, and then MLB is weird because they have all these other drafts in there. I think you be drafted twice. Uh, yeah, it's weird.
1: Yeah, there's the supplemental draft, and then the, the they then they draft each other's players if they've been hanging around too long. The rule five draft. Yeah. yeah, if
0: you've been if you've been in the minor leagues of a club for five years, any team can pick you. Yeah, but if they pick you, uh, you lose the draft. Pick, you lose that round's draft pick for the next year. Mm-hmm. So for let's say for example, and how it works is like each team submits. Uh, if they want someone from the Rule 5 draft, they submit the name of the player and the round that they want to take him. So let's say the Orioles want uh, Christian Yelich from the Brewers. Mm-hmm. Let's say he's been in their minor leagues for five years. has Not an all-star major leaguer. Yeah. And the Orioles put down uh, Christian Yelich round five. Mm-hmm. If they get down to round five and no one's put his name in the Orioles will get him. But let's say the Blue Jays put round two Christian Yelich, the Blue Jays get him because okay. they're willing to give up a higher round draft pick for Kristen Yelich. Mm-hmm. But in the following year's draft, they lose that second round draft pick. Yeah, okay. And also that Rule 5 draft pick has to be on your 40-man roster mm-hmm. the entire year. You can't put him down on the minors. Yeah, So you're, you are you got to be damn sure he's going to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's either 40-man or 25-man. I forgot which one it is. Like you can't put him back down the minor. Yeah, I know that. Well,
1: I think the forty the forty man roster doesn't come in until the end of the season.
0: No, no. So there's there's the forty man is the people who can come up and down from the okay. Minors. At the end of the year, I think you're allowed to bring every one of the forty man up to the majors. Right. So you're not playing with just the twenty five man roster mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. Um. I think that's the difference there. I know the 40 man exists throughout the whole year. I think. Okay. Um, and that's why people, yeah, that's where I was. AAA yeah. dump, like people can swap between triple a, like right. for the spot starts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, someone, someone goes are IR. Yeah. You pull yeah. them up. Yeah. Or you send
1: thing. them, you send them down for conditioning and bring somebody up to fill their spot. Yeah. So,
0: but so like, and then, so I, the question, I think I made a case for both sides. Like, Are coaches paid too much? Probably not, because they're, if they were, they wouldn't pay it, right? Like Nick Saban, like someone says, someone made the argument that Nick Saban was underpaid at the University of Alabama because of the revenue he brings to the University of Alabama, mm-hmm. simply by making that uh, team as good as it is, right? And the, then, but then you've got to ask the question: Well, what about those kids there? Is forty forty five thousand basically? Uh, mm-hmm tuition plus room and board and all the benefits that go along with it was well, that enough for is that enough for them if the head ball coach is making fifteen million mil a year yeah and you think he's underpaid well what about is that 45 grand underpaid for each kid and someone's gonna say well you can't pay 100 kids you know another 20 grand a year you can't do it; it's too much money well i think once you mm. and once you crack that can of worms where does it stop Right. Well, and, and then, but then you've also got the competitive balance thing. Yeah. Like, let's just say for, the, and I'll, I'll use the ACC for example. Actually, I'll use the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. All right. Ohio State's at the top. Usually, Northwestern's at the bottom. Right. Right. At Ohio State, with the endowment and all the money that's in escrow and all that stuff for the for the program to use, what if they can pay each kid on that roster forty grand a year in addition to forty grand cash salary? Mm-hmm. Well, Northwestern can't pay that, right? So now you've got two teams in the same conference, where you're just you just tilted the balance way in the favor of Ohio State. Oh yeah. Now don't get me wrong. Is a kid going to choose if if two kids are getting recruited one and they're both get and the kids are getting recruited to both Northwestern and Ohio State? You think anyone's choosing Northwestern over Ohio State? No, uh, of
1: course and, not. And I think Northwestern could probably pay a hundred grand a year, right. And Ohio State could pay nothing, right? And they'd still get Ohio State. But,
0: I mean, so let's say you did, let's say it was two equal teams. So Mm -hmm. let's say you got Ohio State and Michigan. Ohio State's willing to pay each kid $40,000. Your University of Michigan says we can only do 10. Equal schools. Yeah. As far as notoriety goes, that tilts the balance in favor of Ohio State now. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, someone could say that's already happening with the with the name, image, and likeness. Because what if Ohio State? I guarantee what's going to happen with these schools is they're going to have a uh, an NIL coordinator. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a brand new position. It's going to pop up all over the country, and the sole purpose, basically, of that person is to act as an agent for the players. And businesses will go direct. Like, so let's say the car dealership. The car dealership will go to that person, the NIL coordinator, and say, "Look." I got a budget of a million bucks that I want to pay to get these kids to endorse my brand. And he says, I want you to give all 100 the same. Okay. Or he's going to say, I want you to give it all to five kids. Right. Well, if there isn't a car dealership up in Ann Arbor that has that same thing, they can't offer that kind of money to these kids. Right. Right? So... How can you do it? And, and, and how, how are you going to be able to, do to keep the level, keep the playing field level? And a lot of people are going to say, well, the playing field is not level anyway. Mm-hmm. Because they can tilt it with facilities. They can tilt it with nicer dorms. They can tilt it with nicer food. They can tilt it because they're giving mom and dad a house. Mm-hmm. That someone else, like the the University of Louisiana, can't compete with LSU. Yeah. Or La Tech. Mm-hmm. can't compete with lsu right well,
1: and so, some of these kids some of these college kids come in with kids and girlfriends and all that yeah. co- like so they're coming in with like and you know they're taking care of them too yeah so now can can one of these kids go remember uh johnny Manzo got in trouble for signing footballs or something
0: yeah 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 can they do that stuff i think so i okay. think now they can yeah like terrell Pryor got the same mm-hmm. had the same problem like he sold some jerseys or something like yeah that. Because the other problem is these kids can't go work. Like they're when they when they sign that scholarship, yeah, they're, they're not allowed to go well, work. So just, they can't earn extra yeah. money. And you, you So play, this is the way for them to do right.
1: it. Well, and you played college across, I played college football. You did not have time to work. Nah. When you're when you're any sort of college athletics is a completely different ball game than than high school.
0: I mean, I, I did I mean, I worked at the athletic center. Like I I would work at like the front desk yeah. to earn some extra cash, but I mean, you're getting paid minimum wage. Right. Yeah, I, um,
1: I did. I mean, summers and stuff you work, but when you're a, a D1, a major division one, you're not like, you know, working
0: at your, you're not mowing lawns over the summer. No, like you're no. doing football stuff all year. Well, the funny thing is, for, <laughs> in the summertime, I actually worked for the school again <laughs> uh, on the housekeeping staff. Okay. So we would go and we'd, we'd wash windows. Mm-hmm. We would uh, clean the floors, yeah. like after kids had moved out. Right. Um and then we would also like we would set up and break down like stages and whatnot, mm-hmm. like for graduation or for uh, if there was an event going on. Like so, like I I worked almost my whole summer yeah. at the school. Yeah, you know, I worked for two months. I pack in some overtime, and then I take like a I take like the rest of the the month uh, before school off. But mm-hmm. um, but that was I that was okay because it was for the school, right? But, but like not all kids do that. You know. I don't know. I I just think it's gonna it's hard to say how that should work now one thing i thought was gonna happen years ago back when all the conference realignment started i actually thought we were gonna get four 16 team divisions and i thought they were gonna just scrap the ncaA completely like i yeah. i thought well, the NCAA was going to go back to being like a division two II, division three thing well and whatever yeah. remained a division one but the power f- i thought the at the time it was like six big conferences mm-hmm and they all would have fit almost perfectly into four sixteen team divisions, basically. Yeah, and they should have just dropped the NCAA and been their own organization, mm-hmm. and then they could have done whatever they wanted. Yeah. Well, the NCAA, like, so,
1: I was thinking, like, the for for paying the kids, if you're going to pay, like, maybe that money would come from NCAA. Oof. They've got the money. Um, yeah. but you know, like, okay, you're here. Like it just, it, so that, that eliminates the disparity between schools. If it's coming, yeah. if it's coming directly from NCAA. Yeah. The problem um, with that is I don't think the schools would want that. Yeah.
0: Like the big, like at schools, like the Alabamas, the Ohio States, the Michigans, the Notre Names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not, they don't want to give a cut to the NCAA. Yeah. They can well, giving one of them what they're giving them.
1: Yeah. But the NCAA, um, you know, when you get into the college football, so they, they manage, so division and you know, talking about the 16 teams. And when you get into the divisions, so like division two has a playoff, right? Division three has a playoff.
0: One double A has a playoff. Yeah. Or FC. What is it? The FCS now? Yeah. Whatever but,
1: garbage. But <laughs> they don't have. Yeah. But. <laughs> and see the college football still has this. Okay. Now there's four teams that go to it. Yeah. And I, one of the reasons I never got into college football was before they did the four teams and even still now with it is because, um, to me, there were too many teams. And it didn't mean anything in the end because it was the BCS. It was just a bunch of it's just a bunch of bullshit. Right? Um, BCS is just BS. Just out of C to it. Right. right. You know, and it, and I just never got into it because like okay, they've a bunch of writers decided, and then you'd have those uh, those guys that would run the score up because it was all going to the computer. So if you were yeah. trouncing teams, um, I forget the coach's name at Nebraska before like when they were good. Um, he was doing that. I forget his
0: name. Tom. Tom something.
1: Yeah, and they they would run the score up on like Western Wyoming Tech. Yeah, because it would it would make them you know them them make them look better. Yep. And I just couldn't get I Tom Osborne. Yeah. 30, sorry. <laughs> I, I I couldn't get down with it. And then I said, well, you could, and they say there's oh well they need to break it well if Division three can do it and Division two and
0: one double and all these others they can do it. Why can't football do it? I think the bowls... I, I think they had an issue with the bowls. There's so much money. Well, so here's the thing. If you were... So there were the four big bowls. It was the Sugar Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Orange Bowl, Rose Bowl... Was it Cotton Fi- Bowl? Cotton Bowl. And maybe the Fiesta Bowl was the yeah. fifth. The problem was getting the five of them on board. Because which one would be the championship game? Rotate it. Well, and so... I don't. Th- I think all of them are pretty short-sighted because I don't think it really matters which one you are. Yeah. I think if you're in there, everyone's gonna watch it. Every, it everyone's sense. gonna more. More people are gonna watch yeah. it. More. Look, if you got four, if you got the Cotton Bowl, and the and, and the national that's not the national championship game. No one's watching that. Yeah, but if it's the quarterfinals of the playoff, yeah, everybody's watching. So it. You're right, they so were if, so short-sighted.
1: So you know, take two. Um, let's use the NFC because NFC is garbage this year. <laughs> so, say who's who's number one in the NFC South right now? Tampa. Okay, so Tampa Bay is playing the Redskins. Well, the Washington Football Team. Well,
0: better watch out. Yeah, sorry. Governor Hogan said said the wrong thing too, and they blasted him.
1: Yeah. Well, if if I get blasted, <laughs> right. you know, maybe Governor Hogan could come on and we can talk about right, it. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> you guys can be. Um, you guys can uh, commiserate.
1: Yeah. So. No one's paying attention to that game. Now, you take that game and you make it, say the Redskins somehow become a wild card team, which they actually could because the NFC is such trash. Yes. And they're playing Tampa Bay. Well, all of a sudden, people are watching that game. It's a right. playoff game. So wouldn't the same thing hold true for the bowl games? Yes. It absolutely would. Mm-hmm. Now, expand it, and all these bowl games, like other, it was the... Uh, the 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 Simpsons had it. It was like the the, uh, lard lad lard lad quickie mart something bowl, <laughs> Right. <laughs> because they keep adding these minor bowls and teams that are like under five hundred go to them. Right. So you make those the the first rounds of the playoffs are those bowls, and then it just you know so a team will win if you win out,
0: yeah. you'll go to four bowl games. Well, if you have if you have an eight playoff, you need seven bowls. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Because you got four for the quarterfinals, two for the semis, Mm -hmm. and then one for the championship game. But someone – and you're right. You could just – I think if you rotated it it would get kind of confusing. Like – You don't even need to because it's a playoff game. Everyone's going to watch it. Yeah.
1: You're right. Everyone – that's the thing. Everyone – so – What was the the Rose Bowl? That was always what? The Big Ten and the Pac-12? Yes. Still is. Yeah. So, okay. So, it's the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Well, say no one cares about those teams. The only people who are going to watch it are Big Ten fans and Pac-12 fans. Right. You make that one of the bowl games in the playoffs, everyone's watching Everyone's now. watching, yeah. Because, like, for me, during Wild Card Weekend, yep. I watch all those games. I love it because there's games on Saturday, Sunday. It's, it's great. It's awesome.
0: So, and it's, it's like, teams that are, like, just barely scratch their way in there. It becomes an event. I mean, yeah. like, those three, four weeks of that NFL season, even if you don't pay attention the rest of the season you you now have a, it's an ev- each weekend is an event now yeah because you want to watch it yeah. because that's when the best football gets played right and
1: it it really means something because one team is going home yeah so you do the same thing with college football but you make the Rose Bowl now one of those things and yeah. when you look at the conferences even if you were to just invite the championship the champion of each of these conferences, and let's even include teams like Cincinnati and and I forget what conference they're in. Yeah, um, America, all American
0: conferences. Yeah, like- a- there's like
1: AAC. Yeah, then there's like the CA. What, yeah, whatever what, that is. Florida Atlantic and all these schools that kind of come in, and you know they might have some player flash in a pan type deal. But let's invite those teams in. I one of the reasons I think they're afraid to do it. Say Alabama comes in first round. They're going to play one of the weaker schools, so they play Cincinnati, and Cincinnati beats them. Yep. I think that is what they're afraid of.
0: Well, I mean, that's what they're doing right now. Yeah. Like this year, Cincinnati and Alabama. Yeah. Because they didn't want Alabama to play Georgia again mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. So they they, yeah. they were pretty much like, well, welcome to the yeah. show. Here's Alabama. Yeah.
1: And I was using Cincinnati as just one, but say it's the Toledo Zips. Yeah. Or one of these more minor, like schools that play in these conferences that are smaller. Right. And that team comes in and beats one of these powerhouses. It's a lot of deflated egos happening right there.
0: Well, the other thing, it, it, you lose the argument of why you left them out for so long. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, remember, uh, they almost well, have to double down on it. Where where was Lane Kiffin, the the team that went like nine and zero or something like that, and they got left out, and so they <laughs> they've created their own like. Uh, championship trophy, <laughs> <laughs> and like they, they they were putting out like I guess on the, I think on their website they put that you know Florida International University yeah. f- national champs or <laughs> yeah. central, I remember it was Central Florida I forget yeah. which one but like, they were, they pretty much said that they were yeah. national champs yep. screw everybody else and I'd say bring
1: the HBCUs in you know yeah like say you had Howard come in and beat one of these big because hey it's football any given Sunday right. or any given Saturday in this case problem is but,
0: that there is a difference that, like you can't have you can't have an Alabama playing like a Wofford, or because or, I think well, I think that you point, have a
1: safety issue at some point. Well, and that, and that's what yeah. I'm talking
0: about. Like I, I don't I don't think you can do that. Yeah, but you and, could have the Toledo Zips play them. I mean, they're I don't know. I think once you get to that level, like look Northwestern versus like you know Kent State, sure. Yeah, Michigan versus Kent State. <laughs> hmm, I don't know. But they but th- the
1: thing is they do it in the beginning of the season anyway. Yeah, remember when App State beat Michigan? That I was do, great. <laughs> I do remember that, and
0: I was like, look. All right. And and one of the people watch it. The only reason why people watch those games is because you're hoping to get lightning in a bottle. Oh yeah, you're looking for the you're looking for the NASCAR wreck. Yep. You you want to see the big dog lose. Oh yeah. Um, and but that the, the other problem is like if you if you have these automatic bids, like if you have the meak and the Swack. Mm-hmm who gets like, you can't have everyone getting a play in an eighth game in an eight game team playoff. Yeah. Right. Even in a 12 team playoff. Cause then what happens is like, because th- it, like the NCAA basketball tournament, the teams get paid to get in. Yeah. Right. So like in the ACC, if eight teams get in it, like each team gets the money goes to the conference and then the conference distributes money to the top to bottom. Mm-hmm. So even if like a team like wake forest doesn't get in, if they're team number 9 out of 9 mm-hmm. they get money but they get the lowest portion yeah. of money. If Duke and North Carolina are 1 and 2, Duke gets a majority of it. North Carolina gets right. second most regardless of where they get seated. Mm-hmm. Like that's the it's like okay you're part of a conference this is what you signed up yeah. for. Um so for example like in the SEC if you only had one bid per conference, I don't mm. think the big conferences would go for that. Yeah. Because, like, in this case, you got Georgia and Alabama in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Well, let's say you did a 12 8- or 12-team playoff, and you said, okay, the SEC only gets one. Well, they're only going to get one team's allotment of money mm-hmm. to distribute to the entire yeah, SEC. It's the,
1: it's the money ruining everything. Correct. If you took, But the thing is, if you wanted to see who was truly the national champion, you would actually do it. And, yeah,
0: that's where I. I but I if do you took like, using the
1: ranking yeah, you, system though. But if if you took the the big, the big conferences, right? Big Ten, SEC, Pac-12, ACC. Um,
0: you can get rid of the Big Twelve, okay? Because Oklahoma and Texas are out. Yeah. So I, you, I think you really only have four conferences now. Anyway, yeah. Now the Pac-12 is out. You got like you said, ACC, Big Ten, SEC, Pac-12. Yeah. They're like
1: the Mountain West, but they're really nothing.
0: Yeah. They're not on the same level. Yeah. Especially because, I mean, Utah left. I think Boise is the only team left in it. Mm-hmm. That's because they kind of got left without a chair to sit in yeah. on the musical chairs game. Because um, Utah went to the Pac-12. They're Colorado they have the blue went field.
1: to the Pac-12. What? Yeah. Boise has the blue field. They do. People said birds would fly into it. I don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to kill
0: a few birds Yeah. But. to have awesome field.
1: <laughs> <laughs> With dead birds on it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've always had a problem. I do like the playoff system better now. I just, I, I think you can make it a little bit bigger. Um, I think you go people eight, are going to watch it.
0: Eight or 12 teams. Yeah. I, I think you use the ranking system for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so if multiple teams from one conference get in, get, it gets in. I think what now that the Pac 12 is not the Pac 12, I think now that the, uh, the Big 12 is kind of going to be a shadow of what it was. Um, I mean, it, I mean it used to have missouri nebraska uh texas oklahoma texas a&m yeah it, it used to i mean it had some big names and they're all going to be gone yeah cuz nebraska went to big 10 nebraska went big 10 missouri went sec yeah. texas a&m went acc texas and oklahoma going sec um i mean i i can't think i think i thought someone else went to Did missouri go to the big 10 no no it went to the sec Someone else went to the. I guess it was Maryland that went to. Yeah, the Big Ten, which is now eleven. But is it is twelve? It, it might be twelve. I don't know. Anyway, um, but yeah, it, I think that, I think you really only have four viable conferences for that level now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might, do, I, you I have, do, have some straggler teams though, yeah. but I think you're going to see some of these teams get incorporated into those conferences, like yeah, like an Iowa State. So th- you got those Midwestern teams. So like you, you're going to have Kansas kansas state um kansas it's kansas kansas state iowa state um and i want to say like baylor and tcu like, there's only like five or so teams left the 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 big 12 is bringing in like other teams like cincinnati and yeah like don't get me wrong cincinnati's all right but I don't think there are enough teams to make up a full conference that are going to be like awesome. I think mm. like Houston's going to be in there and like they, they're pulling some. So now it's like they're pulling some from like the, uh, the all American conference, which was used to be the big East. No. Anyone ever get
1: kicked out of a conference? Like, Have people? Yeah. I don't, know, I don't like, know. If You kick out
0: like Vanderbilt from, I don't. Th- so Vanderbilt and like Northwestern, mm-hmm. they've got such deep ties to those conferences. Yeah. I don't, th- I don't think there's a shot. They get booted. Right. Um, for example, like the big 10, they only admit schools that are part of, uh, what they call AAU mm-hmm. academic, uh, basically it's like, a, it's an academic excellence, uh, and univers is like a pretty prestigious ranking yeah. academically for university. The, the, the big 10 will only accept teams that meet that criteria, which is why Maryland got in and Nebraska got in. and I think Missouri did not mm-hmm. because they weren't in it. Yeah. Uh, there was a push to get Iowa State to get in, but I don't think Iowa State's got that designation. Mm-hmm. Um, because Iowa, Iowa State wouldn't be a bad thing. I mean, you got Michigan, Michigan State, Indiana, and Purdue. So, what's, what would be wrong with having Iowa and Iowa State in the Big Ten? I don't know if that'd be a big issue. Yeah. Um, you know, now that I think,
1: you know, when I think about it more, I get just thinking about that, uh, letting everybody in from the minor conferences. Like, I see the, the safety issue part because basketball is a different animal. You, yeah. People aren't getting destroyed playing basketball. Yeah, physically, you're right. Yeah. yeah, like you're, you can have, you know, uh, Duke, or whatever. I'm not Duke
0: basketball. versus Duke versus Wofford. Yeah, some and some no name school.
1: The score the score might be incredibly lopsided, but no one's going to get like killed.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Like. like so, yeah. No, I I see that. And I mean, and to your point about people watching, I mean, look at the NCAA tournament. Yeah, even the two playing games people watch. Yeah, and bet. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that's another big thing: betting. Mm-hmm. A lot more people are going to bet on these games. Yeah, if there's a playoff, and and so I mean, if you got a if you got a twelve team playoff, and you got six first round games, or if you got four first round games with two teams getting a buy or whatever mm-hmm. it is, more people are going to watch those. Regardless of for the first round, I mean, yeah. if it's Alabama Cincinnati, people are going to watch. Yeah, too. because pe- people watch Duke beat on, you know, Mother Mary of the Poor in the first <laughs> round, of the, the one versus sixteen. Yeah, because people want to see that sixteen team win, mm-hmm. and they want to bet on it. Yeah, that's the thing. Everyone who does your does a bracket. Heck yeah,
1: you're you're trying to find your Cinderella team that that makes it to, you know. Whatever round they make, remember when GW I think it was or Mason went is George Mason, yeah, 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 yeah. Or went, or,
0: or that Loyola Chicago mm-hmm. with the nun lady, yeah, from a couple <laughs> years ago. Yeah. yeah, when they when they go uh, when they go deep,
1: um, you know, when those teams like make it through, like everyone's rooting for them. Yep, you know who who doesn't want to see a team like that, you know, knock out these big uh, these big teams. So yeah. you know.
0: Well, hopefully uh hopefully you enjoyed this show we went really long on this one um we probably crammed too many uh too many topics into one uh into one show we kind of hit it we got coaching carousels or kids not making enough money uh how about a playoff system for football will people watch it who's winning who's losing where's all the money coming from we had a lot of topics so if you liked it please uh like subscribe comment share that's another thing please share this show on your Facebook page with your friends with your parents with well don't share it with your children but just share it with some people hopefully they enjoy it as much as you do Um, and if you can I do believe we can get read it on Apple Podcasts if you can throw us a five star review and we will see you next time